Hi, folks. This is Foster Brown and uh, our distinguished panelists with me again for the Internet Advisor Tech Roundtable. Number two with me online here are Gary Baker. Gary, welcome this evening. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here uh, online on blogging. That's right. And also with me as well is uh, Mr. Cal Carson. Cal, good to have you here online with us as well. Always a pleasure to be here and really enjoying the time. <laughs> and uh, this is our second crack at this, folks, uh, by the way. Uh, you can uh, check uh, in our podcast uh, for the last one we did. We're trying to do this every week. We're trying to uh, take a little time to discuss some of the top items that have gone on in the world of technology during the past weekend. Look, a matter of fact, this week we're going to be looking ahead at some uh, potentially very interesting things happening with uh, Apple. And uh, right now, however, let's dive in, guys, to what was probably the biggest announcement of the week, at the beginning of the week, at least, and that was the release of Windows 7 phones. Uh, Gary, let me have your take on these phones, first of all. Well, first of all, we haven't actually seen them. All we've seen is, uh, is Steve Ballmer uh, on the television and online talking a little bit about them. A couple people have seen them, so... Um, what I've done is is just look at some of the people blogging about them this week, and it and and actually it sounds pretty interesting. Windows has had a difficult time in this particular niche for a while, yeah. And uh, they may have gotten it closer to right. Uh, some people think so. Some people think that they'll never get it closer <laughs> to right. But I, but I I think they have. There's uh, a number of phones of the ten. I think that they have. Uh, targeted for release either yet this fall or uh, I think the HTC 7 Pro will be released in 2007 or 2011. Mm -hmm. All for around $200 right. uh, plus the two-year contract, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, but it looks like they may offer some real competition to both uh, iPhone 4 and the Droid X. What do you see? Uh, how do you see these things falling in, in terms of the commentaries that you've read, Cal? Um, you know, which is this closest to an Android platform, an iPhone, or does it fall somewhere in the middle? I, I based on what I've been looking at, I'd say it falls somewhere in the middle. Um, I think the Android system, from what I've seen and uh, of of what I've been able to collect between the three of them, seems to be closer to the iPhone than uh, than Windows Seven. Windows Seven is a is a slightly different approach. Uh, and I think they're trying to do something a little bit on a different side with that. So uh, I'd say it's probably more of a, it's going to be something different. Well, one of the things that I've heard in the commentaries, and maybe it'd be interesting to hear your reactions, is that they deliberately seem to have gone in the opposite direction of the iPhone and Android. And and I was listening to uh, the Mac uh, break, uh, Mac Week Breakly, Mac Break Weekly, pardon me, with Leo Laporte and his crew, and they were talking about the phones. And one of the things they said is that in the ads that uh, Windows 7 has put out, or Microsoft, rather, has put out, they kind of pose this as the opposite of a phone that has so much stuff on it, it's constantly distracting you. And what they try to sell is that you really have a very few choices, generally speaking, on this touchscreen. Basically, between, I see, four, six, seven, seven to eight choices of uh, programs that you can open. And it seems like they're trying to sell it as 
you don't have to worry about being distracted by all this other gobbledygook. We just got the basics on the front. You can call. You can look up your contacts. You can get your email. You can get uh, you know online surfing. Uh, have have either of you heard those commentaries? Well, I think that um, part of that has to do with the fact that they just don't have the apps out yet. Uh, this is a brand new platform. You know, Apple has over two hundred and seventy thousand apps. Right. Android has over a hundred thousand apps and climbing dramatically. Uh, Microsoft, they're they're still trying to entice to. Developers to get into it, right? For this platform, and, yeah. and they're not rushing to do that. And, and there are some cash, cash incentives uh, that Microsoft has, has been using to entice the developers, but they're not rushing to this yet. I think we have to see the phone, see how different it is. And, you know, the phones are all really different depending on which carrier pick, has picked them up uh, and, um, you know, which... Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, you know which uh, manufacturer has actually put these out? Whether they're the TC, um, whether the HTC, whether it's Dell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know the Dell uh, phone has a quirky slide-out keyboard, very similar to oh. uh, to your favorite BlackBerry. Yeah. So yeah. anybody that's really a texter is really going to like that quirky slide-out keyboard much much more so than the than the soft keyboards yeah. that uh, are on touchscreens. So. You know they they offer so many different uh, different options. You know the iPhone has a three point five inch display, and we see some of these that are up over four um, four point three inches display. The one the LG Quantum Phone uh, has uh, a very very large display, relatively speaking. Yeah, of well, oh yes, yeah, a big one, uh, and almost the same yeah. size as the Droid X. Yeah. The difference, right. however, is that uh, you know the iPhone Apple is still has the the boost the highest uh, pixel density, so it's going to be mm -hmm. the clearest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, they, and, you know, and that brings up an interesting point that that's kind of strange to to me is because I remember a time when people kept saying, "I want my phone to be smaller and smaller and smaller," yes. and actually phones are getting bigger and bigger. Yes, bigger. yes, yes. And uh, well, they're doing different things, right? Yes, yes. You well, know, you're trying to surf the web with them, which you couldn't do on the small phones. That's why they had to get a little bigger. Yeah. Well, I think it's time to stop calling it a phone. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. Everyone calls it a phone, but it really isn't a phone. It's and more but, PTA. Hey, Cal, for those of us like Gary and myself who own iPhones... We would agree with you heartily. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, I'm the, sure it's going to get better, but <laughs> I hope so because the last thing those iPhones are are phones in yeah. terms of the number of drop calls. It is absolutely maddening. Well, I want to move on because we've got a number of other things to talk about, and among them is a very interesting one, which is the uh, the rumor that's not rumor, but the announcement this week that Facebook and Skype which we're talking on right now, uh, are, have, have got a deal going. Uh, Cal, what have, what have you seen in that? i got to be quite honest with you. I have not followed this story at all. And, uh, but, I, I mean, the one thing I can say is that if you link up, if you're any entity out there and you're going to link up with Facebook, unless you're a complete bozo, there's no way in the world you're not going to make a ton of money. Yeah, uh, I mean, Facebook right now is like the cash cow of the world. It's working for everything, and 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 they're just not having having any failures at this particular time. So, I mean, as long as you don't come to market with something that is not uh, plausible or that people want, uh, you got you're gonna win. 
Well, it, it's interesting, by the way. There's only a Windows version of this. They say that's coming out, and the Mac version isn't there yet. Uh, it's going to be linking Facebook by integrating uh, Facebook's uh, news feed and the phone book into Microsoft Windows version of its software. So, Gary, that sounds like an interesting wrinkle. Well, you know, it just allows you to uh, not have to manage your contacts in Skype. Uh, we were having a little trouble just before this call <laughs> as we were getting ready. Uh, and there's some parts of the Skype interface that aren't as intuitive as right. uh, as you would like them to be. The The fact is, if you put all your contacts, uh, put, you know, start reading your news feeds through Facebook, which... You know they want you to do. Mm -hmm. um, why not be able to marry your Skype uh, contact list uh, to the Facebook contact list to your phone book? There makes total sense. You know, as yep. you as you go on with this Facebook thing, you, you, how much bigger can Facebook get? How much more invasive? You know, this isn't like um, uh, uh, what was the predecessor? I, I, I've forgotten it. MySpace. MySpace. You know that eventually passed. Uh, you know, out of vogue and and kind of in the normal you know, kind of life cycle that things on the Internet have. Facebook seems to have a life cycle all its own. It's a completely different phenomenon that just keeps on growing. Well, you know, I just happened to see Social Network over the weekend just oh, uh, last you? night. And uh, I think we have a new uh, evildoer uh, in the tech realm. You know, it used to be Bill Gates. It was yeah. Steve Jobs. By the way, you know, both have uh, have somewhat redeem themselves uh but uh zuckerberg is uh you know portrayed in that movie as not being a very nice guy well you know something i think facebook's gonna end up you know uh, when foster says well how much bigger can it get i mean think a, a few years ago when you used to say the question uh how much bigger can google get That's so true. i mean it, it's just like it's the google of, of of social networking is probably the way to look at it but mm. You know, it, I I know that in two years from now, three years from now, Facebook will be sitting back there with MySpace somewhere, and something else will be in its place. Well, I tell you what, it is now the largest, has the most page views of any site on the internet, uh, surpassing Google uh, more than a few months ago. So, uh, it's uh, it's going to take a while, I think, for Facebook to fade into the realm of has been. It, it will be very interesting to see how they tie these two things together. I'm as yeah, Gary uh, was. You and I were commenting uh, as you were looking at the at the interface here on Skype. And folks, we record these programs with Gary Baker and Cal uh, Carson and myself, Foster Brown, on Skype. Uh, the audio quality is still yeah, we're getting there. But um, what's fascinating, and you were saying about it, Gary, is how much more refined the interface is here on Skype. Maybe the point is that Skype is becoming a much bigger player. And do you think that maybe eBay is saying to itself, darn it, I wish we'd hold on to, held on to it a little bit longer? Yeah, you know, it's. Um, I, I think that Skype and the Skype, and I'm not sure Skype will survive. I, I happen to agree with Carl, with uh, Cal on this, that... Uh, you know, a lot of the, the companies that have come out and really made a market are not necessarily the ones that are going to take advantage of the market going forward. Skype has a huge installed base now. Oh, yeah. But I think there's an opportunity. I think we're in a very early innings of this ball game. And when I um, 
you know, trying to, to communicate back and forth without using the telephone uh, to my son and my wife who are in Chile right now. Oh, yeah. He's, he's emailing me back and forth on his iPod Touch. <laughs> he doesn't have a he doesn't have a phone down right, there. He's right. got his little game right. uh, device, an iPod Touch, and he's sending me emails because everywhere he walks, he all of a sudden he hits a hotspot and he says, "Oh, I can send Dad a, a quick email." No, no. By, by the way, guys, is, uh, there are VoIP, voice over internet um, applications for the iPod Touch and for the iPhone, aren't there? Is, yep. there's, there's a Skype one out there. If I'm not wrong, he could use. We have we Skype back and forth. Um, I have not been at at the computer when he's, you know, wanted to Skype me right. a couple times. Right. Um, I was actually in a meeting, so I got the Skype on my phone, got the Skype message on the phone, couldn't answer him, so he just sent me email instead. But here we are with a device that, you know, he's not paying a monthly fee yeah, like my iPhone is. <laughs> yeah. Being able to use it, he could use it as a Skype, and, and guess what? Even some of the new phones, the iPhone 4 has you know, a, a way to do video conferencing. Yes. Right? There, yes. And a couple of the new Windows phones, or I think one of them has uh, the reverse camera for the right. exact right. same thing. Right. It also has what iPhone and, and Android have, which are the, uh, you know, five megapixels with flash. These, these phones are becoming quite versatile. Um, and they're all going to have Skype capability or Skype-like capability with the next firm out there. Hey, Cal, let's move on to some news from the Apple world, and that is the meeting coming up on October the 20th, which is this coming Wednesday. A lot of buzz out there about some big things happening, including perhaps another large cat being released. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. You know, you know, you always have to have a cat every year to come out and, and prowl around and see what's going on in the world of computers and it appears that uh, it's time for another name change. Currently, we're running on, uh, oh, my God, <laughs> there's so many kitties. Snow kitties. Leopard. Snow Leopard right now. Snow Leopard, that's right. Before that, it was Leopard. and Before that, it was Tiger. Well, guess what? Now we're going to the bigger cat. We're going to the big guy. Yep, Lion is next. <laughs> and uh, uh, so that's going to be the new operating system or the new enhanced operating system for Mac OS X. Uh, which would be uh, ten point seven, if I'm not mistaken, right, right, right. at this particular point. So, so, Ka- so Cal, is this the? Uh, I mean, is the, the king of the jungle? Is this the end of the OS ten line? We'll go to the OS eleven line after this. What do you think? I don't think so. I think uh, I think we still got a long way to go in ten. Uh, we're only up to ten seven, and so we still got to do ten eight and ten nine. So I think there's going to be a while before it actually goes to eleven. Well, what okay. do you? But, but I, along the lines of what Gary's asking, and I'm curious about is, um, as a as a Mac user, what what changes do you see them making? What significant changes? I've heard some rumors, for instance, that they're going to move closer to the iOS platform, which is the one that is running in the iPhones. And I, you know, as a user, I don't know what what does that mean. Well, I think what it what, what that means more than anything else is it's going to be tighter integration in between the the Apple products, so that your Mac, your iPhone, your iPad, ah. your iPod Touch, so that all those guys will talk and play together even more seamlessly than they do right now. And they do that pretty darn good. Uh, the other side to that that I see profiting from it is that the operating system 
on the uh, iPhone and the iPod Touch are, and the iPad is much more uh, slim and efficient. Yes. So it, so it, 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 it will take up a lot less uh, disk space to do the same type of functions that you want to do. And they've constantly been taking that OS and making it better and better with each iteration that's come through with it. And, you know, of course, it's based off Berkeley Systems Unix, which is already an efficient uh, operating and very secure operating system in itself. But I think what they're trying to do is just get a tighter integration to the full circle of uh, Apple products so that whatever you have, you'll be able to move from one product to another product seamlessly and be able to handle the operating system without problem. Okay. Well, we will find out coming up on this Wednesday. And as a matter of fact, folks, um, if the results are big enough, I may see if I can get on the phone with Cal and with Terry White from the Detroit Mac Group. And you guys just had your meeting, as a matter of fact, today. And yes, it was. See if we can talk a little bit uh, in more depth about the uh, big changes, if there are big changes that come to the Mac operating system. Hey, I, I, I'm curious. Did both of you were both of you guys glued to the television sets this past week as those miners were being rescued from the depths of the Chilean desert? Well, go ahead, Barry. Gary. <laughs> uh, certainly with, uh, you know, with half of my family down in Chile right now that I'm following it fairly closely. And, uh, it was, uh, it was quite impressive how they were able to do pretty remarkable kinds of activity. And I know that NASA was somewhat involved. Yeah, that was a thing that fascinated me because we think of NASA being in outer space, but as I read the articles about it, what was really cool was their ability to help people in very confined spaces who are isolated from the rest of the world. Um, you know, obviously, if you're in your outer space, you can't just kind of walk home. Uh, that ability to help people in those confined spaces and in terms of eating and even to exercising and, and knowing some of the psychological things they were going through, that I found absolutely fascinating. What I found even more fascinating was that somebody would think to ask them about that, and apparently the Chileans were the ones that did that. Well, what's remarkable, too, is NASA's used to dealing with highly trained astronauts, yes. right, of a certain caliber, and, and uh, these were miners that uh, have spent uh, most of their adult life in the mines, some of them for, you know, most of 63 years, and some of them for yeah. most, you know, for a, a few of the 19 years that they've yeah. had. I think those yeah. were the two ranges of the of the miners that were down there. Um, but NASA, again, uh, came, seems to have come through and really helped them. Did you watch it, Cal? I watched him pull out the first guy, and then after that, I walked away from it because he looked so healthy when he came out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's the news here? <laughs> I think the news here was when the, uh, the, the miner that had both a uh, wife waiting oh, for him Lord, and a mistress yes. waiting for oh, him, my. I think that was uh, the big story as, oh, as they were coming up. Lord. Oh, Lord. Who would be there who would be waiting there? for him? Oh, I, even heard, I even heard that the miners have pretty much uh, made a pact amongst most of them not to talk to the press or anybody about the experience until they get the best book and movie deal. 
Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and that they were going to, and I think what I think is extremely wise, and that they were going to be, you know, uh, dividing the the spoils amongst themselves, which I think is really good. Yeah, I I think it's fascinating how NASA was able to pitch in and help them Everyone because they were doing things like. Um, um, you know, telling them about vitamin D supplements that they needed and, and all sorts of other things. Uh, it, it was a fascinating, uh, in terms, by the way, even down to the design of the capsule, the, the Phoenix, uh, that they had some, uh, input to that as well. It just fascinated me that NASA would be that involved in it. By the way, it was a big, uh, boost for NASA, which is, you know, had a, has been needing some publicity, some good PR recently anyway. Hey, let's move on to something, uh, maybe one of the last things we'll talk about, unless you guys have something else, and that is, uh, I, I read, uh, uh, Gary, that this last Tuesday was one of the biggest Microsoft security updates ever in its history. Yeah, not only uh, was it large in the number of, uh, of defects that it fixed, but some of those were pretty darn critical. Uh, so if uh, we need to encourage anybody out there that has not implemented these changes to go ahead and, and uh, download and install the patches. I didn't implement the changes, Gary. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I use a Mac. Oh, Yeah, yeah. Well, your Skype uh, interface will uh, <laughs> be there eventually. The rest of us on Windows will use it now. Oh, <laughs> oh come on, Cal. We got to do a little teasing back and forth. Usually we do this uh, when uh, during the, the actual live radio show, when everybody goes to commercial, we get a chance to do yeah, this. Yeah, that's week. exactly it. There's usually a free-for-all uh, free <laughs> going on in the studios uh, as the guys tease one another unmercifully back and forth. Well, have there been any other um, items that you guys have seen in uh, in uh, tech news this week that we can chat about before we wrap things up here on this you uh, know, edition? I, I think we have to talk about Apple. Um, you know, they're going to be releasing uh, their... Uh, uh, quarterly news oh, uh, on Monday, I believe, yeah. and uh, Apple shares rose in uh, in advance of that release uh, to over three hundred dollars a share. Cal, I hope you got some stock because you got to <laughs> love this. You know, I think I do. Uh. <laughs> I, I better double check. If I go up to my broker and say, "How am I doing?" If he's smiling with bags of money in my in his hand, then I'll know. Yeah, I'll tell you what. There, this, wow. you know, and and while you know they're probably again guessing because Apple, you know, usually beats its own guidance, and its guidance was uh, was you know for a fair amount of increase in their net income. I think it was at three forty four a share, and and a lot of the analysts expected to go over four dollars a share, uh, which would be about a forty six percent growth in wow. uh, that income wow. what you know what a success story at that at this time and what? what what do you think that's due to most guys is there any is it the iphone or is it the ipad or is it the, the combination of them what do you think i uh, think I, go ahead gary no no you go ahead i think it's a combination of it all they have focused themselves onto the uh what i call the electron a niche of the electronics consumer market that consumes oh, yeah. itunes is just selling like crazy because people consume that uh people use telephones and pdas because they consume it uh they just got the 
the gimmicks and gadgets that they put together. They've been lucky enough to give people the the wow factor that they're looking for, and and and, and it's and they, they just they they're on the top of the game right now. Yep. Now, how long they'll stay up there, no one knows. But uh, for right now, they've looked at, focused in on the stuff that people want to look at, play with, use. Folks are into video, they're into audio, and they're into uh, communication, and, and they focus on it, and it's working for them. You know, I think Cal is exactly right. Um, there's even been some talk that, you know, maybe Apple isn't paying as much attention to the Mac right now. And as we just talked about, that's not true. They're yeah. coming out with a new version right. of uh, of the Mac OS X right. uh, called Lion, as we just talked about. So not only are they really... They, and, and, you know, with the Mac, they were always a niche player. Four or five percent of the installed base, some markets and some, uh, you know, in the educational and in more creative uh, niches, uh, much higher in corporate America, a little bit lower. Um, they've really concentrated on taking the magic that they had, but as a niche player in the PC, in the, commu- you know, in the uh, uh, laptop and mm-hmm. desktop area, mm-hmm. and really moved it, uh, that creativeness to other consumer niches that they've been able to dominate. Uh, they've actually created niches, I think, in many ways. Uh, oh, the, they've filled them because yeah, there were yeah, MP3 yeah, that's, players that's before the iPod, but they came out with a better MP3 player called the iPod than anybody else had. They seem to have had that genius for knowing how people want to use it and giving them the most intuitive, I think, and easiest use. I think it, I think it really goes all all the way back to the to the uh, GUI, the uh, graphical user interface, yes. yeah. and, which was developed by Xerox, and and Apple took it and, and ran with it, uh, and, and that user experience has always been yep. paramount with Steve Jobs. Yep. He wants yep. it to, to be be like that, and, and he'll always do it that way. You know, I, say I, what you want about the man, but I, I will tell you that he has a genius for coming up with. Absolutely. He is a genius for coming up with. What people want before they know it. Yeah. And some people would say, and then telling them what they want. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the one article, you know, the the press takes, especially the tech press, takes a lot of fun at at poking Steve Jobs a little bit. But but there is a genius there. You can find out about it. He even convinced Gary to buy some of his devices. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. (laughs) When, When they're the best out there, I will absolutely buy them, and I have. Yeah, and we're still waiting for iPhones to work like phones, though, Kel. Okay, so I bought one that wasn't the yeah, best as a phone, yeah, but yeah. we're hoping that <laughs> gets, we're hoping that improves sometime will. soon. Well, but folks, no I, one's given up the iPhones, have they? Uh, no, I, I, I'm know, close. They, they I, yeah, I, I, I was close. In fact, I would have had I been able to do it, and I went and retrieved it, and thank <laughs> God it didn't break when I threw it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I and, but I do like it for uh, all of the other reasons yes, except yes. as a phone. Yep, that's exactly it. Uh, and I may do, to be honest with you, Cal, I may do what my daughter has done, which is to get a simple phone that just makes phone calls and I can do some texting on, and then to use my iPhone right now simply as an iPod Touch. I got one of those simple phones hanging on my wall here in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and it Not- works. And, and, and it's never dropped a call. There you go. There you go. Maybe I'll have to put one of those on my back. And listen, guys, let's wrap this thing up. Thank you so much for being here. And everybody else out there, thank you for joining us for this second Internet Advisor Tech 
Roundtable with Gary Baker and Cal Carson and myself, Foster Brown. Thanks so much for joining us this week. We will see you next weekend with the Internet Advisor Tech Roundtable. Thanks, guys.